0: Hi, this is Tony at Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Gavin Peters, the VP of Marketing at Genesis Technologies. Gavin, thank you very much for your time and for talking to me today.
1: Hi, Tony. Thank you very much. It's fantastic to be here.
0: Great. It's always great to catch up to talk about um, technology because there's so many developments. And then um, besides that, um, uh, Genesis is uh, moving and doing so many different things and so on. So. It's great to just catch up and uh, get some thoughts from you about the world of technology. So thanks for that. Um, I think we can start off with a bit of um, changes in technology. Now, there's been a lot of insurance changes over the years, innovations, etc., And there's also been a lot of change in the technology world. So my question is, from your perspective, do you think that insurance, innovation follows technology development, or do you think technology development follows insurance innovation?
1: It's an interesting one. So just to um, give you my background a little bit. So I've got a, a marketing background. So I'm VP of marketing at Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, previously, I was a CMO of another tech company, but outside of the insurance industry. And before that, I was marketing agencies. So mm-hmm. I guess my perspective is very much customer centric. That's, that's always been my role is to look at what the customer needs. Mm-hmm. So when I'm at, you know, Genesis, I'm looking at what our customers require from a technology provider, but also what their customers are looking for ultimately, because we're selling b 2 b to c software, mm-hmm. really. Mm. Um, and so when I look at it through that lens, and I was doing let's start with the customer first. I think for me, it feels pretty clear that it's the insurance industry is following the customers who are following the technology. So I think that's where the innovation comes, is that the the kind of technology that is out there, not through insurance, just through daily life, you know, the, the digitization of daily life, whether that's through entertainment, whether it's through purchasing retail things, whether it's mm. healthcare, yeah. whatever, has just completely changed expectations of what a transaction or a relationship with an organization of any field should look like. Mm. which therefore Mm. means customers expect something different in the modern world with everything they do and therefore insurers have to react to that Mm. and I think there are obviously instances where there's innovations in insurance where that gets played out to a customer in a way that maybe it provides a product or service they don't expect but I think ultimately what's driving all change is the technology that has been rapidly developed in all fields over the last 20 years, and we're talking obviously mobile connectivity and, and all the things that have made things easier, data has just changed the customer landscape. Mm-hmm. And that's whether you're doing B2C or B2B, just a- everything that we deal with, people expect a different kind of solution to what they might have wanted even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm.
0: So if I if I read you correctly, um, then basically it's sort of a symbiotic relationship where it's the chicken and the egg sometimes it's the egg and sometimes it's the chicken you know depending on how you see it
1: definitely Mm. i think think there's an overall change in the entire landscape towards uh a change in expectations from customers which everyone's responding to but that is driven by technology and sometimes Mm. insurers can innovate around that and surprise people but the ultimate change is coming through tech driving customer
0: experience yeah yeah okay brilliant that Taking that into account from, um, and let's say, a marketing perspective and where you look at in terms of um, the client behavior and what they need, et cetera, what do you see over the next decade in this landscape? Because technology, the whole insure tech concept is settling and it's sort of, I wouldn't say moving to the background, but it's become, um, uh, it's become part of the day in insurance. Yeah. Um, I, think that's, so, I think that's true. I, th- I think the saying has has the
1: hype, I see a lot of things about, you know, is the hype around insure techs fading, nothing like that. And it's it's, it's it's as you said, it's not that that was hype and it's now fading. It's the fact it's just the norm. And it's interesting, you know, you call it insure tech. I mean, we call it insure tech because of who we are and it helps describe what we do. And it does describe that, The service we provide is very different to what insurance has been used to in the past Mm. but Mm. you don't go and order something online in a shop and call that retail tech you just call it you know it's just what it should be and and that's what people move towards so so how will it change in the next 10 years i think it will be i would have said a rapid move towards you know the cloud for service providers um uh, you know for insurers making sure that everything is is you know fit for the modern world but I'd say rapid by insurance standards. And I don't say that lightly to sort of sneer at the insurance industry because I think there can be a bit of that. People say it's slow and it's so, you know, people are, uh, are stuck on legacy. And it, I, I get that, but I also understand why that is. It's very complex. You know, there's there's a lot of compliance around. There's a lot of historic uh, legacy that's been built up and, and you know, it's not easy to switch over from that sometimes. Mm. Um, it, it's a real lot easier than people think. But I understand why it takes a while. So I think it'll be for, for this industry uh, a relatively rapid shift now towards digitization, because there's there's still a lot of there's still a lot of players who haven't even started. Well, they've started making the move, but they haven't got to where they, they need to get to. And once that's once that has you know, become the norm, um, then you'll start to see how people can use it. And that means how do they share data? How do they really? things like personalization I don't think I don't say that personalization in the same way that you'd say that in retail or other industries but Mm. but you know what that means for insurance how you provide real multi-channel services and then how do you really I think the industry will start to move on I think it really will start to move on from a transactional relationship to you know more risk management uh, and risk mitigation and and because ultimately that's what customers want to buy. They they mm. want to buy peace of mind and reassurance. So that's my computer buzzing. Um, they want to buy um reassurance. They don't really they don't want to buy uh, a policy that they're gonna have to mm. claim on. So mm. it's a different kind of product experience. And I think that's where it'll move towards thinking what products really need. But we're we're somewhere off of where it can get to first thing is in the next 10 years is that people will have the infrastructure in place, I think.
0: Mm, yeah, I mean, there's a big shift. I know around here in South Africa in the market and the, amongst the the especially the broking environment to risk management as the focus rather than providing insurance. You know, the insurance is there to back up, um, but you you actually provide risk management of which insurance is part and well, element
1: too. That's, that's how you know tech enables that in, in certain ways because mm. obviously there's more. We all know about the internet things and and tracking devices and that can help not just manage premiums and and how much you pay, but actually lower the risk of things happening. And that's what people want. And it's an interesting interesting concept when you think about what you're buying, what the product is when you buy insurance, because there's not many industries where you buy a product that you never want to use. So that's Mm -hmm. not really a product. It's not really for me something that that is a very marketable product. If you're trying to sell something that that people never want to actually have to use. Mm -hmm. Because if that's what they're buying, that's that's not what they really want to buy. Mm
0: -hmm. So therefore
1: what they really want to buy, if they're buying a product they don't want to use, they want to buy something that that lowers their risk and reassures them. That's what Mm -hmm. they're buying. So that's the service you're trying to sell to them. And I Mm -hmm. think that's where people will move more towards. Because then you've got things you can sell in different ways. And it's of value and it's interesting and that they'll add a value rather than just you know mitigate risk against something else because when you do that what you're doing is trying to give the most trustworthy product at the lowest price Mm. whereas if you're mitigate if you actually are mitigating risks there's ways you can really add genuine value to you know that relationship. Mm.
0: Yeah now Genesis is um, a a global company operating in uh, a variety of countries. Do you find the same trends everywhere?
1: You do find the same. It's it's, a, it's definitely a global move towards the same endpoint. It's just the pace that people are getting there. So in some markets, people are more advanced. In others, there's a there's a lag. But I, th- I can't think of a. I think that all the things that we're talking about, whether it's moved towards you know the cloud, whether it's moved towards more data integrations with, you know, through APIs a network ecosystem, all those things are going to have to happen in every market. Mm. And it's, you know, we, we live in a, a global world where even if they are slightly different on timings, we're so interconnected that, that it's always going to be, I think, the same trends. So I think um, the simple but not very exciting answer is yes, I think it's the same all over the, all over the world, just maybe a slightly different
0: basis. Yes, yeah. And the benefit, obviously, of being a global tech company is that you can transfer... Knowledge and experience from one area to the other, depending on how it's advancing there and what the needs are here, et cetera, et cetera
1: absolutely and Genesis has been built you know as a platform very forward thinking in it's in a sense as um with the the configurability and the flexibility within it to be multi-line and multi-territory um, and I think that is how it's got to be in the in the new world um Everything is connected, you know, and insurers don't necessarily stick to one line. They, you know, as the world changes, they want to evolve into different spaces. They innovate. And you need those platforms that are able to do that. And I think if you've got a core platform that is able to interconnect with other partners um, and you can add new services into it, then that is something that you can take different territories because you will flex it according to what what is required in each of those places and across each of those lines of businesses.
0: Mm. Fascinating. It's um, uh, very exciting to watch the developments, et cetera. And, of course, we've got our Inshotech conference where uh, Genesis is participating coming up in November, yeah. really. Um And I look forward to the stuff that everyone's going to share there again.
1: We can't wait. Very excited.
0: Thank you, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. Gavin. thank you very much for your time and for chatting. It was great catching up on what's happening in your world.
1: Thank you. We appreciate it.